Welcome to Bradley's Micro Board Review, where we try to make your board's review for microbiology a little less painful. But, I mean, we're not magicians or anything. This still sucks. Today, we're revisiting Season 1 and talking about gram-positive bacilli of the bacillus species, bacillus anthracis and bacillus cereus. Anthrax is famous as a bioterrorism threat, but is actually relatively common in certain locations. The bacterium that causes anthrax is Bacillus anthracis and is found worldwide in the soil and permafrost. During times of stress, this organism is able to change into a nearly indestructible spore form that can survive heat, desiccation, decades in frozen tundras, but are destroyed by autoclaving. The most common disease caused by Bacillus anthracis is cutaneous anthrax, which forms a black lesion of necrosis on the skin. This is easily cured by treatment with fluoroquinolones and rarely results in any morbidity or mortality. The most well-known version of anthrax is pulmonary anthrax, which occurs when the spores are inhaled and can cause bloody pleural effusions and widened mediastinum, which quickly progresses into cyanosis and respiratory failure. The mortality rate when not treated with fluoroquinolones is 95%. When properly treated, the mortality is still 45%. There is a vaccine for Bacillus anthracis, which is a mixture of several heat-inactivated toxins. Since there are no bacterial cells in this vaccine, it's called an acellular vaccine, which is kind of a misnomer since we do have some viral vaccines. This is not given to the general public and is reserved for members of the military, laboratory workers, and some animal handlers. Bacillus cereus can cause a type of food poisoning with two manifestations and is highly associated on the boards with reheating rice. Rice first becomes contaminated with the bacteria, which then grow and secrete enterotoxins into the rice. The rice is then recooked, killing the bacteria, but not destroying the heat-stable enterotoxins. The incubation time is very short, between one and six hours after consumption, because there is not bacterial replication involved, just proteins. The diarrheal form is caused by the ingestion of spores, which which change into vegetative cells. These bacterial cells then replicate and then secrete the enterotoxin, causing a non-inflammatory watery diarrhea eight to 16 hours after the consumption. One diagnostic difference between Bacillus anthracis and Bacillus cereus is their hemolysis pattern. Bacillus anthracis typically displays displays a gamma-hemolytic pattern, while Bacillus cereus is beta-hemolytic. Now let's take all that knowledge and bring it to the boards. A 23-year-old male presents to the clinic with worsening lesion on the back of his wrist for the past week. The lesion first appeared as a red raised bump that he thought was an ingrown hair. The lesion continued to grow in size and ulcerate over the next few days and has recently become blackened in the center. He denies any recent trauma or unprotected sexual activity and works full-time on a cattle farm. Physical examination reveals a 10 centimeter by 10 centimeter black scab with an erythematous border, which is not painful. Cultures of the organism reveal a gram-positive bacillus. 
What is the mechanism behind these swollen tissues around the scab? Is it A, increased conversion of ATP into cyclic AMP, B, inhibition of host elongation factor 2, C, inhibition of acetylcholine, or D, forms a pore in the plasma membrane of host cells? First, diagnose the patient. The patient is presenting with a lesion on the lower leg, which started as a red bump and progressed into a necrotic ulcerated lesion. This might make you think Staphylococcus aureus or Streptococcus pyogenes at first, but both of those organisms would cause painful lesions. This is one is oddly painless. You might think Treponema pallidum if this lesion was located on a mucosal surface, but the location on the wrist points away from that organism. The fact that these cultures reveal a gram-positive bacillus on a black scab is highly suggestive for cutaneous anthrax. Bacillus anthrax typically is a relatively common in countries that don't vaccinate in a large portion of their animal population. It is easily treatable with fluoroquinolones and often appears on the hands and arms due to contact with animals during the job. Encourage the use of gloves to prevent this. Choice A, the edema factor component of anthrax toxin causes the creation of cyclic AMP from ATP, inducing an increase in cyclic AMP concentrations. This causes an influx of fluid into the surrounding tissues and causes the pro-inflammatory factors to become inappropriately diluted, inhibiting the immune system. Choice B, many toxins inhibit the elongation factor 2, which is essential in the process of eukaryotic protein synthesis. Knock this puppy out and no proteins are made and the cell dies relatively quickly. Some toxins that inactivate EEF2 are diphtheria toxin, Pseudomonas aeruginosus, exotoxin A, and others. Choice C, the botulinum toxin inhibits the release of acetylcholine causing muscle weakness and paralysis. Choice D, many toxins also form poison. Choice C, the botulinum toxin inhibits the release of acetylcholine, causing muscle weakness and paralysis. Choice D, many toxins also form pores in the host cell membranes. Some of these include alpha toxin, streptolysin O, protective antigen, and others. Therefore, the correct answer is A, increased conversion of ATP into cyclic AMP. A 65-year-old male presented to the hospital in Iran with fever, desmia, loss of appetite, and myalgia. Vital signs reveal a temperature of 102, a blood pressure of 120 over 80, a respiratory rate of 24 per minute, and a pulse of 90 beats per minute. Physical examination revealed a slightly hoarse voice, non-bloody sputum. A chest radiograph revealed closed right-side angles, wide mediastinum, and opacities in the lower region of the lung. Sputum cultures reveal the presence of gram-positive streptobacilli. The most likely causative agent has which type of capsule? Is it A, hyaluronic acid, B, alginic acid, C, D-glutamic acid, or D, adonatol? First, diagnose the patient. The patient is presenting with symptoms of pneumonia and is a good age to suspect this. 
The chest radio radiograph revealed a widened mediastinum and the cultures of gram-positive bacilli, which are bacilli in chains, makes this highly suggestive of pulmonary anthrax. Choice A, hyaluronic acid, is made by Streptococcus pyogenes. Choice B, alginic acid, Pseudomonas aeruginosa, creates a capsule from alginic acid. Choice C, deglutamic acid, is the capsule of Bacillus anthracis. Choice D, Haemophilus influenzae, makes a capsule made of adonatol. Therefore, the correct answer is C, deglutamic acid. You can find our study calendar, a guide on how to study microbiology specifically for the boards, our contact email address, and references used to make this episode at thebradleylab.wordpress.com. If you found an error or would like to discuss any of this information, please leave us a voice message in the show notes. If you appreciated this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend. This podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, and it would be a big help for us if you could submit a review. This podcast was written and edited by me, Jillian Bradley. See you tomorrow.